0: Hello and welcome to the one, the only gaming booth show, episode fourteen. Now also owned by Microsoft. I'm into your host for now until they find a cheaper and less demanding host. Good luck with that. Joining me is Russell.
1: It's me, Mario.
0: I thought we had Russell, not Mario. God damn it, now I have to change some of these questions.
1: I, I interchange between.
0: Okay, so you've been is there Cappy, is Cappy
1: involved? Oh yeah, absolutely. You gotta transition where you can.
0: Yeah, bloody Cappy. And we're also joined by Jordan.
2: It's great! That is I.
0: What's great? For now? Everything's great. We're not sponsored by any type of serial, but we have done a bit of collaboration lately, haven't we, Russell? Because you appeared on Interactive Artistry.
1: I did indeed. A lovely little channel that goes in very depth in all kinds of things in the artistic medium, Death Stranding in particular. I'd Check them out if you're big into that.
0: And there's a video with Russell where he talks to Albert, who's, who does the Interactive Artistry thing, and check that out if you're interested. Anyway, we have something very important we must always do because each and every week we step into a realm of near impossible possibilities. Infinite of them. And we solve some video game related problems. So, this week we're on Earth-3 AAA. A world where microtransactions are very much accepted part of gaming. And so, we've been hired by Bottom Dollar Entertainment Incorporated to make the most money possible out of a game brought from our universe. So we're going to ignore any legal problems and whatever, and the question I have for you is we're going to take a incredibly successful game and try and make as much money out of it as we can. So, Jordan, what do you have in the way of monetization?
2: Unfortunately, I can't pick a game which already does that in our universe, which is Destiny, but I'm not going to talk about that any further. The game that I'm going to bring to this world is Fallout 4. Now, when we have had it originally released, there was a lot of hype for it, and when people bought it, they bought it like straight away as soon as it released, Collector's Edition, everything. So, the idea was, why not have Fallout 4 as an early release, where you get a section of the map, and over the next few months, you have to pay more money for each part of that map to get the full experience. But for you, it's extra content. It's You already have the finished game. You're just getting extra, because they're trying harder a few more stuff.
0: Okay, so it's releasing in early access. Or yes, are they releasing in an early state and then adding content to it? A bit like Star Wars Battlefront 2, for instance. They already had out.
2: the content finished, but they're saying it's early access so that they can then funnel you to buy more stuff and pay more money later on.
0: Okay, so you're dividing up the worlds. Like, how many packs are there do you think they'll be selling? Do you want to try and sell anything else? Like weapons and well, I mean armors and I would skins. say we could put in like a modding
2: sort of thing, but that might go downhill and people won't like that. Oh, so people we'll love
0: paid safe. mods.
2: Love they love it. They
1: love microtransactions in this universe, Jordan. They want all of it. Yeah, all true. of
2: them. So they may want all the mud crabs, which aren't mud crabs. You can pay for that. You can pay, that. you can pay for mud crabs. You can and fly in the sky and stuff.
0: Yeah, stuff like that. Um, interesting choice, Jordan. Uh, Russell, what have you got?
1: Well, in this universe, there's a game series that I feel has always been something that's just kind of iterated on the same cycle again and again, but also added new things. So in, for this uh, universe, and to cut it down to multi-market transactions, I'm going to bring the Pokemon franchise as a whole. No, so not just, not just <laughs> the original Pokemon game. We're bringing the original Pokemon game and then piecemeal selling all the additional Pokemon as we go. So, you start off on the, what, the red, what's the main island called in the first game? Kanto. The red and blue. Kanto. So, you start Kanto Island and slowly add every single other island as a separate, like, think of, like, Witcher expansion packs, like, that kind of, like, giant island with all these new Pokemon. But that right. wouldn't be far enough, Mitchell. It wouldn't be far enough. I wouldn't have thought love, so. They love microtransactions in this game. Love them. And so. You got you also gotta combine in any other conceivable Pokemon angle you can take. So we're talking about Pokemon Go integration. You're gonna be able to catch these little buggers out in the real world. You got oh, You gotta get Pokemon Snap, because nothing's more exciting about going around in like a, a, a cart and taking photos of these things. You know. Every you know, every Pokemon talk about hitch. You know, every time you add one, you add in all these new features on top. You're like it's a it's a cash cow to be, you know, just it's just never ending.
0: It is, um, isn't it? You can just, Pokemon is just making money here. It's just like yeah. If we take it a step further, how much money could it make?
1: I mean, we're, we're just talking billions here. We're talking about uh, movie movie add-ons movie where you deals. can go to the, like augmented reality. We're talking about f- physical uh, like products, cards, toys, the lot. Man, this is all one giant toy to life combinational mess of Pokemon. Like, it's just going to keep on getting that cash coming in.
2: Is it strange that I sort of want this game where it has every single zone in it? I would well, legitimately the pay, pay extra transactions. for that is this a dangerous like if they, topic
1: if they ju- if they just built this hub but i mean this this world how can you not like this 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 is what i bring to the table
0: okay so like say a snorlax is blocking the path will you have to pay with microtransactions to buy a pokey flute? is that another thing we're going to take with this game
1: look when 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 you're offering choices right and this is what we do here we've got to offer a lot of choices You could have the choice of jumping in the water and just swim past the Snorlax, but that would sacrifice Pokeballs because they float away in the water. Or you could purchase a Pokeflute and simply get the Snorlax out of the way so you can easily move on. Uh, So it's all about choices here. It's all about choices, you know, and putting money associated with those choices. It's all about the choices.
0: It's all about the choices. And so I've reported back to Bottom Dollar Entertainment rather Incorporated to have a chat about it and... Russell, you've sold them, like, you've been promoted to CEO, they've just gone like, this guy clearly clearly knows how to monetize everything, and it's just like they can't resist but make you the head of this company, it's just, it's logical I for accept, them. I accept, I accept. Except immediately, and uh, Jordan, they've liked your idea too, because clearly, you know, they're about the bottom dollar, they can make money off it, they're going to make money off everything, so, you know, they've, they've taken both deals, they're very happy with this arrangement and they're looking forward to letting that money roll in
2: i'm sure with russell's help as ceo we'll find better ways to add more money to this game
1: we'll we'll do cross promotional with fallout it's all gonna it's all gonna be a giant cash cow
0: thankfully though this is not our world and so we're gonna leave this and go straight into the news welcome back to the gaming booth show so now we're going to enter in a kind of little newsy segment, we're going to talk about some things of interest this week, but we're not going to go super in-depth, so I'm going to just start it right off with um, telling Russell that he can now change his PSN name, and Jordan, and me, because you can change it too if you want, Jordan, so like, everybody everybody can change, and the first change is free, but to talk more about it, so people have been asking for this basically since the days of PS3s. You know when Xbox has like, been offering it the whole
1: time. It's like it's that thing where it's like people wanted it for such a long time, but like the initial name they did. Like I'm personally like I don't dislike my name, but it's like not the one I've used for every other account I've made. So it, it's always bothered me that it's different. But yeah, people who've made very bad choices.
0: in yeah, the teenage years it's like XX yeah. Vegeta Rocks 23, which. Vegeta does rock, but it's how long do you want to be rocking that name?
2: It's almost like when you set up an email and it's like, "Can we have your email, please?" Ah, uh, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't want to give you energy underscore elite.
2: What's interesting is they always built up like
1: how difficult this was for them, and to see the conditions of this is what's the interesting aspect. Like, okay, this was clearly a massive um like backhaul problem that they've just like the date's the interesting thing to me like they basically said what april april 2018th is where your new id will be guaranteed to work anything before that can have potentially major problems is like the way they're putting it
0: that answers like that asks the question of like what is that tied to and i've got a feeling and i think you do too that it's tied to pretty much that is your account That name means so much.
1: It's however they've configured databases and like leaderboards or whatever. It's like, it's like this identifier is used for everything and they didn't separate it out. So now it's, I think it sounds like it's either an unconceivable amount of effort to change that or something they actually don't know how to change it. It's like we we actually have screwed up so badly in the network configuration for this thing that Uh, we basically have to say you've got your old ID still and that still is going to exist alongside basically renaming it to this new name that's only going to be really useful for games going forward into the future. Yeah, not because people wanted this and we have to do it.
2: Funny thing is, for me playing Xbox for ages and then finally getting into PlayStation again recently, I didn't even know this was a thing. I thought <laughs> if I wanted to, I could change my name. It's nope. like, oh, okay. You can do it with everything
1: else. Sony's <laughs> like the only one you, you couldn't do it with.
0: It'll be done next year. The uh, preview for it is happening in November. So if you selected for that, Lucky you get to change your name a bunch of times and test and, that out for them.
1: And Sean, and Sean Leyden kept his promise. He said, by the end of the following... Oh, no, I think he said, by PSX... Because he was talking to Greg Miller, who interviewed him, if for, like, the PSX, and he's like, uh, for PSX next year, I hope you won't have to ask this question. And he was truthful in that respect. It looks like they are going to be finally implementing that change. Let's that hope <laughs> that the goddamn medieval uh, details will drop sometime soon and will actually happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, keep on waiting a bit longer, Russell, I'm sure... I'm sure they got something cooking.
1: Come on, Halloween, come on.
0: Um, So, moving on from that, uh, we've seen a trailer for a game that certainly has generated a lot of money, certainly hasn't been seen too much, because at th- I think it's StarCon or CitizenCon, which is a convention for Star Citizen, a game that crowdfunds a lot of money, but we haven't exactly got word of the final product. It is playable right now, though, in some respect, but... We saw a trailer for their single-player part, which is Squadron 42. I'm just wondering what you guys thought of that trailer, just straight up.
2: I had no idea what this game was, so when I was watching the trailer... Lives under a rock. (laughs) Sometimes. I like living under a rock, under the sea. Oh, Patrick survived, so... yeah. Anyway, um, so me watching the trailer, I was like, is this... It looks like Star Wars at this bit. Oh, it's got Mark Hamill in it. Oh, is there something about Star Wars? And then it went to, like, a little bit later with, like, someone getting out and they're telling them not to move. It's like, they look like Spartans. And then there was a ship that looked like it was from Star Trek. And it got me really intrigued. It was like, you're seeing all these um, actors that you can tell so clearly the way that they're done. I didn't know what the game was, but it made me want You one thought of it was favorite. an RTS... Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure what it was, but it got me intrigued. It was like a mesh a meshing of all these different ideas to me because I hadn't seen it before. And I was like, wow,
1: that's that's certainly what I, I believe is like the intention of this trail to go like not only have we obtained many recognizable people, but at the same time, it's like we are appealing to basically like the space type genre, you know, sci-fi on like a massive level. Like it's like you've got Star Trek, you got Star Wars, you've got like every single like conceivable thing that you might want firefly and whatnot like it's all there and uh, you know that's that's how it's as jordan says like it wasn't even his radar until this point so it's like having these additional aspects to it is how you're going to sell to people who haven't already contributed an a crazy amount of money towards this seemingly dream game where it's like this is everything i ever wanted
0: yeah i mean who would crowdfund such a game oh wait i did years ago. I've committed forty dollars to this game, and you know the moment they reveal that this is the this is a the game they make, I was just like, that is literal my dream game, and to see Squadron Forty Two is just like it's everything I wanted out of that part of the game to be. It's I mean it's literally a spiritual successor to the Wing Commander, which was made by Chris Roberts as well. So I don't know, it's just got the whole Star Wars fantasy like ship to ship combat, well not ship to ship, but like fighter ships. Or, like, juke it out in space and this military soul story with aliens and all kinds of stuff. So it's really, like, I'm really fascinated when it eventually comes out, which we don't actually have a release date,
2: but I really want to talk about that cast because, holy crap, does that game have a cast, so... It's amazing how well the graphics just show you instantly know who that is, actor-wise. I'll go quickly go through the cast. So you've got Gillian Anderson from
0: X-Files. You've got Mark Hamill from Star Wars. (laughs) And Joker. Yeah, and Joker, like animated Joker, he was that voice. Got Mark no. Strong, who's putting on an American voice, which is upsetting. He's got a really cool <laughs> voice. You've got Gary Oldman doing what he does best, being an awesome commander. You know like, Commissioner Gordon No Commissioner this Series time. Black.
1: It's it's like so many of these are like, oh my god, how how do they get how much are they paying these actors to be in this thing? It's insane.
0: You've got Liam Cunningham who's Sir Davos in Game of Thrones. You've got Ben Mendelssohn, who he's a villain in a lot of things, Rogue One, Ready Player One. A lot of ones.
1: At this point, he's like the Disney villain. He's like every Disney movie's got a goddamn Ben in it. I think he's in uh, the upcoming Captain Marvel as well as the one of the villains.
0: Yeah, he's one of the villains. Yeah. He's like he's sort of typecast as villain. He's a good, yeah. he's a good villain though.
1: To me, he reminds me of Alan Rickman of like today, where it's like he's he's casting all these villain roles.
0: Yeah, or like characters who seem like villains. I'm sure Hans Gruber was a really good guy. Um, John Rhys <laughs> Davies. So you got Gimli, and finally an actor we've spoken about sort of recently. Henry Cavill, like a little cameo, little pilot role that I didn't notice my first time watching. But I like,
2: missed it the first time too, until you told me, and I was like, like "Oh yeah." Like that is like that's this crazy cast.
1: <laughs> I I don't even conceive how expensive this was because when when you get things like let's think of like Death Stranding and like getting Norman Reedus and Manson Michaelson, and this is like unprecedented to have like their likeness <coughs> and these pretty big actors for the most part you know movies tv shows yeah like,
0: and that's backed but, by sony as well and, like they got a big i know backing.
1: i know and then it's like you see this thing and it's like well, how are they getting all these people like i feel like it's like almost like they're really passionate about this i like i don't know about like someone like john reese davies and stuff is like i i don't know about their passion level i know ken recover has talked about his love for gaming and stuff. i'm but... pretty
0: sure john reese davies and mark hamill appeared in wing commander and have worked oh, okay. with chris roberts before so i think there's some kind of Backing connection. back, everyone else has no connection.
1: I'm, I'm sure Mark Hamill would have been up for it anyway. Like, he's the kind of dude that. Like, he was in, um like, Darksiders and stuff. It's like the... um Yeah. I can't remember what they were called. The spirit thing. Um So, yeah. You know, and, you know, and, of course, the Arkham games. Like, you know, he, he's certainly up for those kind of roles.
0: Yeah, he, he is. And it's like... He's a really good voice actor, and it's really cool to see him in this. And, like, with all these actors, it is their likeness. It's very Death Stranding that it, like... Yeah, it is. Those it's like people they're trying to one up
2: Death Stranding with all their actors.
1: I th- I think the difference is I, Kojima. I feel like is picking his actors for very specific reasons. Where it's like I'm picking Norma Ries for this reason. I'm picking you know Mad Mixon for this reason because of like different differences of their like fa- their face structure. Like they're not traditional movie actors and and whatnot. Where. I feel like it's more recognition, like name recognition for this, where it's like, these these are people you we know the these names actors. of and you've seen them before, where I, I feel like Kojima's thinking about on another level. Like, he personally wants these people for these reasons.
2: Do you feel as though we're seeing so many more actors in these sort of games because of what Marvel's done with their Avengers movies? Having all these actors on the screen, people like seeing them all together?
0: Um, mm. I'm not sure. I think they just want a really big cast of, like, these, like, these actors who can actually... Probably command like the scene. So you got Ben Mendelson, like he carries like that villainous roles. Like Gary Oldman is a phenomenal actor. Like, these guys can carry a scene. They just want that kind of prestige of having these really high caliber actors doing what they do best in a video game.
1: I don't think there's a game I've ever with this many movie actors in it before. Oh, like movie and TV. Like it's a, it is really an unprecedented. I think
2: the only thing that worries me is if they have too many. Will it be, like, will it ruin part of the game where there's just too many noticeable actors?
1: I, I, I'm concerned about the Sylvester Su- Stallone effect, Jordan, with you, that it'll be a cameo for a lot of these characters. <laughs> Gary Oldman will show up for two seconds. And it'll be, like, one scene. Like, oh, there's Gary Oldman. Sweet. Uh, but he won't be, like, a main character at all.
0: Like, he's the highest-ranked officer. But, like, yeah, you're just like, like, oh, Mark Hamill's telling me things. Ah, oh, Mark Strong's telling something. something. That is a risk, but I think for the most part, I don't think it'll affect it that much. I think, yeah, it's cool, and then you just move on with it.
1: It's a good extra selling point. Like, it's like... Civilization's got Sean Bean as the narrator, and, you know, these kind of things are like... When you're trying to breach out of the video game medium, it's easier to sell people with people... With things they have consumed elsewhere. It's like, oh, movies, and I've seen that character in a TV show and stuff, and I think it immediately interests people because of what that actor might bring. Like, yeah. I really love Gary Oldman's work, everything he's ever done, so I now have to play this game just to see what's about. You know, that kind of thing comes with it.
2: One of the things that instantly got me, I was like, oh, I know all these people. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in I'm just, intrigued to look I'm more. just
0: in it for the sci-fi and the space battles. Like, the awesome. I know what I'm there for.
2: You're there for the game. We're there for the visuals.
0: And I can't wait to be disappointed of it like I was No Man's Sky. Never Have Dreams is basically the lesson I l- I've been learning, and I still don't learn it. So, moving on from that, I want to quickly mention something that is a rumour... Might actually happen in the future, so we'll talk about it in a later podcast, but allegedly Microsoft is finalizing the deal to buy Obsidian Entertainment, so the creators of New Vegas, Coda 2, and Pills of Eternity.
1: It's one of those things where like, on paper you go, makes sense, like Xbox are, or Microsoft rather, are in a position where they have a lot of cash. And they need a lot of studios to really like build up a, a launch because at this point with all the PS... Like Sony just flat out saying the PlayStation 5 is on its way, PSX being cancelled and all the rest of it. It's like we are we, we are probably very close at this point to seeing what that next gen is and Microsoft wants to absolutely like come out the gate with like something crazy, like having all these studios. So um, they, want, they want to rack up as many things as they can. Yeah, I
0: think get- Obsidian, it's a good buy. I'm just, it's like that risk of like they tied to the Microsoft store. It's just like, Egh. yeah. But um, Obsidian <laughs> has had troubles financially in the past. Especially when THQ went down, they almost went down with them because of the whole Sicker truth, all that. And they've had some tricky situations. So I guess the thing there is like, if Microsoft has them, they're financially secure forever. So we'll definitely see more of them. So it is it interesting to see how that deal plays out and interested to talk about that a bit more in depth in future. We'll just have to wait and see. just have to wait and see. Um, so there's something... We have to wait a little bit longer to see, but we're pretty much obligated by law to start speculating about a little thing called BlizzCon 2018 with facts and planning. So, this event happens every single year. It's, except this year, there's something a bit different going on because longtime CEO and co founder Mike Morheim is actually stepping down and being replaced by Jay Allen. You think you do, but you don't, Brack. So, he worked on the World of Warcraft team. So, it's an interesting state of affairs, and I'm curious what that entails. But, to start off this speculation, I want to start with the very obvious ones, which is basically Overwatch, because I don't figure there's going to be a whole lot of too much surprising news this year. I think we got a lot last year, but I figure we'll get a new animated short, a new hero, and a map. And, like, normally I'd go, let's predict a character, but ever since I added... The hamster wrecking ball. I can't exactly guess what the hell it will be.
2: Like, you know, what I just realized that the new character's going to be. It's going to be something about pirates. Oh, the character, yeah. a parrot on the shoulder. I mean, they've got a hamster. I don't know. Just a parrot. Essentially, came in my head, and I'm thinking, you could have like a junkrat style <laughs> pirate. <laughs> Comes in on like a ship, and it's like you're sieging, sieging um, like the shoreline, and you have to defend or attack on the shoreline. So there's yeah, your map. Could, there's a character. Could a I mean, map. it, it could be shocked. cool. I mean,
1: there isn't really a pirate, so it's like, yeah, that, that would work. Yeah. I mean, it's on a, a
0: modern Overwatch to set in the future. I don't know what kind of pirates you're getting. I just hope it's like some guy who just like, I love pirates, let's go be a pirate. And it's just like, I'll become a pirate villain. That'll be even cooler.
1: I'll go like Indeed. all robotic with it. So like, I'm thinking of like um Treasure Planet, you know, like long has oh, yeah, got but... like the metal arm and the, uh, the eye kind of thing. Like that kind of like, um almost cyborg. It could totally work.
0: It's completely random. Look, I mean, if that happens, I will be completely shocked and amazed that they just... They must have listened to us if it's a pirate, because I can't say anyone else is thinking, like, hmm, what could be a character... I know! A pirate! Like, one hand, he's got a sword, one hand, he's got a pistol... Yeah, it's and then
2: like uh, its like ultimate ability could be about a like the parrot on the shoulder turning into like a bomb or something,
1: or or like a barrage from like a ship in the like the bay the or something. Or ship like shoots in it. the
2: sky, a bit like yeah, because like it's a because
1: it's a cinematic. float it's a floating ship, yeah, because it flies, yeah. Yeah, yeah so Bard's
0: from above. bombs the area. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like
2: we got
1: the character. Oh, we got the character. Done. We're going with pirate done. for
0: something. It's reason. all it's worked out. That's what it is. Yeah, there's a door marked pirate, and I bet there's a pirate in there. So, to speak of not new characters, to speak of animated shorts, because Blizzard does phenomenal animated videos that are, like, Pixar quality, but I wanted to know who we think should have the next one, because we've had a couple already, I'm just curious, what do we think's next? I'm going to start with me, because I reckon we're getting Torbjorn, I think Torbjorn needs some love, I think you can need I, a video can... about him.
1: Oh no, sorry, I was getting confused, I'm like, it's not Torbjorn. I was like, uh, for the, the one with the, with the hammer? With the, um... I... Reinhardt. Yeah, right. Like, I, I got confused like, on my card. I thought I did one on my card. Barnhart's already Ryan, got yeah. one. So it has yeah. D.Va, Sombra, Soldier 76, Bastion,
0: Hanzo, Widowmaker, and Winston. So there's the ones we've got there. Torbjorn, you know, he's often underlogged. People often make fun of him because he's just a turret guy. He's not very useful all the time. But I think there's something really interesting there because Torbjorn, lore-wise, did create the, um, the Omnics, which are the biggest threat. The bad guys in Overwatch, effectively. So... I think you could go into that a bit more.
1: Torpion to me is like the tavern guy from Hearthstone. It was like, Hearthstone! Like, exactly. I just imagine that. Where it's just like him drinking a beer or something at like a,
2: like a tavern. You know, and it's he's just
0: got like- amazing lines like, making a chicken out of a feather. What does Good that stuff. mean? I want to see Torpion in something.
2: For me, this is again something random that I just thought of then. But I'm thinking it's near Halloween. They're going to do something that's along that line. So they'll start off, it's like just casually in a room for like a kid or something everything goes to hell and it like pans to a hamster in like running on its wheel round and around and around. And then something happens where it like gets really intelligent and starts building stuff. And then it's going outside rampaging on the streets. Okay. uh, That's
0: wicked.
1: Have they they done one for any of the CG? uh, Sorry, not CG, the new characters yet? The DLC characters, like a big CG story.
0: Sombra is the only one who got that and she was a DLC. That's what I thought. A quick thing, just before we move on, uh, from jordan's little weird thing you know they have basically made that for the halloween event yeah but the, they've got well, all that, all that co- thing costumes and said. stuff yeah. yeah and then you got soldier 76 running away from them all and then wrecking ball pops up he's like a really freaky looking thing <laughs> so there you right go on. jordan go look up that later <laughs> <Yeah. I totally laughs> That's exactly what you wanted
1: i certainly like the one i would pick i just go the one that i like the most i guess and like i it would be between like probably like mercy and reaper and uh just on reaper, a visual yeah. level reaper is like the most badass one so it's like i i and would say go go, go with reaper And i i don't i don't know Overwatch that well but like it seems like there's a backstory where at one point he was part of like the overwatch like good guy oh, yeah. type he, side he was part of the so, black so, ops
0: thing so he's like yeah before way out before
1: there. he had like all the ghost mask
0: but and, before yeah, he came a ghost stuff
1: <laughs> yeah uh so I, I i think that would be a cool go cool on there's
0: a heap to explore there because you could go into the parts of overwatch like, yeah. I mean, they've already gone into it But it'd be really cool to yeah. see that visualized
1: Yeah, I really, I always really like I like the Bastion one And probably like the Hanzo one the most Because it really went into like Why Bastion was created And kind of like the aspect of like And I must remind you of like Wally, Like a sad little robot Wally. Who like, you know, got stuck it's in a situation definitely inspiration for Bastion And like Hanzo, I would love the family dynamic Of just like this like Yakuza type family And it's like the two sides Very Metal Gear Reminds you of like the two brothers Your opposing sides The clones in that situation Two so dragons Two dragons <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, re- I really liked that one. And just on a visual level, like, it, it's so cool. The, the the cyborg ninja with the guy with a bow. It's a very cool.
0: Cool little combo. Now, I want to talk about the fact that there is definitely a new map. Last time I think I got my favourite crossover map in the entire world because it was Blizzard World. Like, mm, yeah, should be a life. theme park. I think we said that last year when we talked about it. Like, should Probably be a theme life. park in real life. I would love I would pay real money to fly all the way over there and go to that theme park in a heartbeat. But, um, speaking of visiting other countries i want to talk about where this new map might be located like in which country because we've had a lot of different areas i'm just curious where that might be i think you might get another united states map maybe in a city because we haven't had that before like maybe new york city map
1: i was thinking have they set any in space is that yes there's one um, on the moon but i'm literally thinking in space so it's like you i'm thinking of like almost like a um uh, quake type map where it's like I can't think of the map name, but there's one where it's like it's yeah, basically on like I a floating thing, and you're like jumping between them. Like I want that kind of map where it's like if you there's like death objects everywhere. There's a lot of ways to fall down and die. That's what I want, and just overlooking Earth and like space satellites in this Overwatch universe and spaceships or whatever else is in that universe. You know, I, I think that would be uh, an unclaimed frontier for this uh, this series. I'm still yeah. going to
2: call it that. It's going to be something with pirates, so it'd be in space, oh my God. pirate bay or something. <laughs> I'm going yes. all out with this pirates. Which country Spaniens. do you reckon they'll set that in? Uh, Spain.
0: Spain, interesting choice. I would have thought like maybe Cuba or, or like somewhere out in the G-
2: Jamaica or something. Jamaica Caribbean. or
0: something like that, mm-hmm. Caribbean.
2: Well, Spain, Spain's a little bit different to that, but it could still work.
0: A lot of pirates were Spanish as well, so like you can make the you can make that kind of link as well. I think the biggest thing at this BlizzCon will be. A bit of hell because we're gonna get I think Diablo is more than guaranteed because of it opens with Diablo after the whole opening ceremony
1: intro yeah
0: and the goodie bag includes a Diablo figure not a Diablo 3 figure a Diablo 2 figure that's an interesting aspect and for one other reason is because it's been four years since Reaper of Souls the expansion launched for Diablo 3 damn man. so it's been a, long time. a fairly long time so it's just like Russell, do you reckon this makes enough time for to make a sequel to release maybe in the next year?
1: Definitely, like it's it's one of those ones where like what Diablo three was like the one of the best selling or fast selling PC games ever, or whatever it was Quite back in the nurse, day. But it
0: sold like it sold
1: like a well, lot. It, sold it did really very well. well. Let's put it that way. Um, with that yeah you know, that success, obviously it had some problems, at launch, but for, for the most part, I believe they went back and fixed all those mistakes, changed it, and improved upon it. And I mean, there's a lot of love for Diablo. Like, it's like it's a series that, um, you know, it's one of their pioneer franchises. And I, I think there's been enough time and enough room to build on something grand or something different. Like, there's always a possibility that they could be going backwards and actually like remaking the older Diablos. Which, man, I'd still be up for. It. Like, uh, you know, you know it, and you already experienced it before. But with all these other games getting remade, like, why not jump on the bandwagon too? But I do. I do hope that they do something. I mean, it's it's the problem with the series is always like you gotta have Diablo in it. Like he's like he's in the title, so he has to be. Yet they kill him in every game, so it's always like nah, he dies and he comes back again.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, he's got to be that. He's the basic. He's pretty much Bowser of
2: this series. You know, he yeah, always he always gets off yeah. back, but he's really determined. I thought he'd be more like Loki than uh, Bowser, because he dies. Like, like he... And then comes yeah, but back. he never
0: joins your team. He's always plotting to kill you and he... Sanctuary. What twist. I mean, you're all. you're If you're playing as a Nephilim, you're part angel and demon, so it's just like.
1: It would be funny, though, if you have, like, a Diablo team up where it's like, there's actually a bigger, badder demon that I need you to take care of. So, like, like Dab, helping you along in the path. <laughs> he becomes Deckard cane and, like, takes on the Stay a While and Listen. It's leading everyone everywhere.
0: Yeah, it is fascinating. Do they go the whole new game route? Or do they re do Diablo 2? Add uh, Diablo 1 into that? Like, mm. they could do a lot of things. I think they could potentially release a new Diablo and remaster Diablo 2, which would probably be basically the fans' best of both worlds because a lot of people love Diablo 2, a lot of people really like Diablo 3, and if they continue on from Diablo 3 to Diablo 4, they're happy, and you do But um, Diablo 2 again, it's just like they're happy, so you can make everyone happier once.
2: I honestly true, true. feel if they're gonna do a remaster or a remake of an older game with Diablo, they're gonna do it with every single other one in their um, franchise as well at some point, like World of Warcraft, Starcraft. Right.
0: Everyone um, is here.
2: Well, I mean, we're gonna talk about it in a moment, but Warcraft, Warcraft World of Warcraft Classic. So, if they're oh gonna yes, we do are something like that then why not Diablo Classic or Diablo 2 Remastered? Or Diablo
0: 2 Remastered, like StarCraft yeah. or Warcraft 3 Remastered, which we are definitely talking about a bit later because give me that game. So, um, Jordan, do you expect it to release on consoles at the same time as PC this time rather than the delayed later releases?
2: See, I'm a little uh, like a yes and a no with that because thinking back, it took, what, it was like a year a before yo. it came to console from PC? for diablo
0: 3 um i think it was longer than that i could be wrong there's a big
2: wait yep i'd imagine that it will definitely release on console but the way that i see it will release on pc then probably a month later release on console and then a few on playstation and xbox and then a few months later it'll release on the switch The reason for that would be is then they can keep it in the news the whole time for the hype. If you've liked it on PC, you'll like it on console. If you liked it on these consoles, play it on the best console.
0: Yeah, they could do that. Um, Russell, what do you reckon about that?
1: Yeah, I I just look at the more recent history and it's like, did they release Overwatch on the consoles and the PC at the same time? so Cha-ching. why wouldn't why wouldn't they do that here it's like it's all about making money at the end of the day and it's unless it's a, like a really difficult thing which from my understanding now the, the console architecture a switch may be aside but the PS4 and Xbox architecture is so close to the PC that I don't think it's too difficult for them to put it yeah. on both. and they
0: know how the control slot works as well so it's just like
1: I also imagine that with the re- releases on the consoles that there are a lot of fans on from playing in the console version not just the PC version as opposed from Diablo 3 to Diablo sorry Diablo 2 to Diablo 3 it's just PC people, where now suddenly it's both. It's been on console, why not capitalize yeah. on that fact,
0: yeah. Yeah, they can't, like, that really hurt your fan base. It's like, yeah, we're prioritizing them over you. And that's never really a good look. So I do believe that Switch might be delayed, might be yeah. late, <laughs> which is because of the architecture, as you said, because, like, they never, yeah. if it even comes out, which, that's you know, they, they got do. the Able 3, could be a little while wait for Switch, but, like, mm. you know, I think day one on everything is probably what they love to do. Whether they do that or not, it's a different thing. But, yeah, so... What do we actually want to see from Diablo 4? Like, what would be the highlight here? I
2: think with Diablo 3, they sort of ended the story pretty well. Yeah, they sure pretty much hard-ended
0: it. Until Mathael comes out and says, like, boo. And then we deal with him.
1: It's like, Diablo 3 was like the... Look, we did the demons in the previous games, and Diablo was defeated multiple times, and we took out all the Prime... Oh, we didn't take all the Prime because we diversed some of them in Diablo 3, but for the most part... We defeated most of them and then concluded that in in Diablo 3. But then we also have all the angel stuff going on as well, and Which I feel like that. Up, I think as well. Yeah, it it did kind of wrap up, but I still think yeah, going forward like that, I don't think you can backpedal like the angel and demon side is going to have to be. A... Think of like how supernatural like when angel and demons like once you start that you can't really backpedal. It's like you've committed to that. So I can't I can't imagine. But material right went human form in uh i can't remember was it reaper souls it might have been reaper souls he goes human yeah, crime, right? he
0: was diablo 3 he oh just original he had the original because yeah, yeah. he like they don't agree with him and they kick him out and then he becomes human
1: uh you know he he's in he, he's in human form like they've animals. got that aspect to continue from uh leia was it who was like the descendant of like diablo or oh, not like descendant but you know it was like one of those weird like cultist ritual things where it's like she was born out of like more Diablo's or, seed or whatever. yeah yeah he, he possesses her but i i think they if i recall way back in the day i think they said she's going to come back in some form which i think she didn't Reaper souls but it was more like she was just like dead undead like in the dead plane or whatever with
0: um... no it was just a spirit thing it was like a recollection yeah. it wasn't really leia
2: would want more of a sequel than a prequel mainly because with a prequel you know what's going to happen with a sequel you don't know what's going to happen let's just hope they don't do it at like a gears of war style where they get rid of demons and just bring in robots <laughs> i got I, a feeling, i, I,
0: I got a good feeling that robots aren't making their way to Diablo 4. Just gotta be, got a hunch.
2: Yeah, it's angel demons all the
1: way. Like, they're not gonna do some okay. weird, like, cyborg stuff.
0: So I'm gonna proposition this. Earth, or oh, not Earth, Sanctuary becomes the proper battlefield. Like, angels and demons are properly killing each other all over the place. Instead of being mainly about demons, you're actually killing angels and demons. You're just... You're on the human side, and there's just chaos is broken out everywhere, and you're just trying to just trying to do what you home. can for humanity.
1: L- Logic could assume like if demons are doing bad stuff, they're like, why not angels doing bad stuff too? So like it's some you know someone up in heaven or whatever is like creating some impact on the world, and that perhaps demons become less of the story focus. But of course, Diablo like, ties it all together in some way as he always does.
0: Yeah, I mean like Malfield actually showed you like. Angels can be bad, and I actually want them to go even further into, like, that, because I think that angels in that were much more efficient at on mass killing than demons were. Like, turning people into, like, the soul thing. It was, like, ridiculous. It was, like, really wicked to see angels being as evil as demons.
2: Would it see you siding with demons to kill angels before they betray you, and then you have to kill the demons at the end? It'd
0: be fascinating if you did take it from the side of the demons, like, straight up.
2: I, I kind of wish that... I want to play as Tyriel.
1: Like, I actually think that would be cool. Where it's like, oh, maybe not because you can't play because you gotta have the custom character. But I really yeah. think it'd be cool to have that Tyriel character tied really close to the plot. Um, yeah. So. In his in his human form, and like talking about like ancient evils that we sealed away, and it's like all oh, the angels did bad things in the past. Yeah, and, the like, angels we actually hid that, did. We you know we hid that history or whatever. Like that concept, um, filled together.
0: Yeah, because it's like a threat that they had to go into like the past of what the angels did during the wars against the demons, like the atrocities they might have committed against humanity, who they also don't think really, for the most part, some of the angels don't think humans have a right to exist. you wonder like, what kind of dark, deep, dark stuff the angels have actually done. And that would be very fascinating for me to explore and like what kind of locations they could get out of that. like yeah. really deep, or really high out places in the clouds and like on top of mountains. We think angels might build things because they can fly. To move on from Diablo, I want to talk about a game that, for the most part, I don't expect anything new because it's StarCraft 2. I don't expect... Do we expect any other major additions to this game? Like expansions? Or are we going to wait... Or are we going to wait for StarCraft 3?
1: So you didn't finish it, right, Mitch? Yeah, like... It's I finished a it,
0: I fin- finished Wings of Liberty.
1: Okay, okay. The... The fine... Legacy of the Void... No. Yeah, Legacy of the Void was the last one. Um, that... Surprised me in how much of a like a conclusion it was. Like they really concluded pretty much all the original cast, so like Kerrigan and um, uh, Jimmy Rayner and um, uh, Zeratul and stuff. Like they. This is and, dreamy. And, and you know, and the hybrids and all the stuff they've been building up since the first game. Like it all kind of finished really in that in that game. And I don't know where the seeker would go. Like it's almost like untapped potential where it's like I mean there are still characters that exist. There's quite a few that introduced in StarCraft 2. Um, but. Uh, I I don't know, I, it, it might be too soon, like I can imagine especially it's like Blizzard's one of those companies that I feel like they, they're they always tr- probably building something like the next exciting announcement, but they don't normally drop them all at the same time, so like Diablo seems to be the one they're building up to um, so it's probably not likely they're going to drop Oso StarCraft 3 happening as well I think uh, it's more likely that they'll do what they normally do and that it, they'll be like uh, I'm trying to think what these mission things are called, the side mission things they've added. Uh, I can't recall, but they, they, in in the Legacy of they added this like mission structure where you can pick all the other characters as like your leader type thing, um, which is cool in itself. I just assume they will probably add more characters to that, maybe even characters from their other games, think here is the Storm type thing, where it's like yeah, oh, anything so I
0: just a- expand on it. You don't think there'll be any new content?
1: Yeah, for a I, th- while. I think I think it's a bit too soon, and uh, I'm definitely not, too soon. I'm not sure. Kind of. It's uh, it's a bit Diablo where it's like they, I think Diablo. Like, the story didn't was it's like it, it's kind of like oh demons versus angels, all right, and like this stuff's happening, right? Like Starcraft had a more story they were building up to for ages, and they feel like they kind of concluded it at the end, right? They have to start a, not again, but to you know, really they, it's they have really It's ended, for, it's ended for a lot of those characters, like that they, they got whatever <laughs> without getting the spoilers. You know what happened to them has happened to them, and that's that's conclusive.
0: Yeah. it's also that came out in two thousand and fifteen, so yeah, you know, it's a lot of time, but long, still right. not still not sequel not, time. Yeah, I'd say... Not from that's Blizzard.
1: Not Yeah, definitely not for Blizzard.
0: That's StarCraft. I want to talk about a series that has consumed more hours than I'm willing to admit. So I'm going to talk about Warcraft, but more, more specifically, I'm going to talk about what's planned for WoW. And I'm going to start with the more interesting part, which is World of Warcraft Classic. So a couple of interesting details on that that we sort of know. I know what the game is. I've played it. So it's not really going to surprise me. But there is a demo for people at got and at home. So basically you can pay 70 bucks, and then you can play a game that's really old. Uh, Jordan, do you expect this to be a popular addition for fans of World of Warcraft?
2: Um, For me, getting into World of Warcraft with Cataclysm, I missed a lot of stuff. So... Uh, when I stopped playing it, I wanted something... I wanted a different MMO that I could play from the beginning, and that's what got me hooked on Elder Scrolls as well as the Elder Scrolls world. But I never experienced the original World of Warcraft, so for me, that'd be, like, an interesting thing to see where it all started.
0: Yeah, um, I know how it started. It was... You know, I played a hunter back in the day, which is, like, lots of arrows, had to keep paying, had to feed my pets, drove me mad. You know, hunters had... Like I could only shoot when they're at a distance, they got close, had to melee them. Warlocks had soul shards, it's a big pain in the ass. But um you know, Russell, how powerful do you think nostalgia is like for this game? I know I have nostalgia for it. I might be super critical of like I don't really want to go back to that. I had my fun with it but um, it's which
1: is one of those things where like nostalgia is such a strong thing, like I guarantee it's going to classes. be Yeah. Exactly that concept where it's like, I guarantee it will be popular in the sense of a lot of people will pick it up. But then I think a lot of people will go. Actually, I think Blizzard actually improved this in a oh, hell of a lot of ways. That, you
0: think you do, but you well, don't. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, that's it's one of those things where like I, I can't speak to it, certainly not like you can, but I I can just assume that Blizzard aren't making changes that are like worsening the game. For the most part, they're trying to build on mistakes they've made. Like sure, they might make some maybe corporate decisions like oh we took that and because we want to introduce they it a later. Few
0: mistakes lately.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll get Again, that in a uh, moment. For the, for the most part they're, they're bringing something back because fans requested it um, although fans admittedly were going to do it originally for themselves and like no that's not happening we're canceling that and doing it ourselves um, but no, uh, it's, you know, it is it, it is for the fans and it's something cool and I, I think for it's the probably players. the best digital gift they've ever given for the BlizzCon tickets like normally it's like here's a a card pack and then, you know. Here's a mount. Card, here's, here's, exactly. It's like, it's the usual stuff they always do with every Blizzard thing. It's like, here's something for it, here's the storm, here's something for it. Overwatch, here's something for this, this, and this. Which I'm sure, I think you're still getting, right, with this ticket. Uh, yeah, you get goodies. all the other stuff, but you're also getting yeah, this Blizzard, but you're getting this Blizzard. This, this feels like uh, something more substantial and certainly something that I imagine will convince more people to get it, which is probably their intention to begin with, if not certainly their intention.
0: Yeah, certainly. So, my question to both of you can I expect to see a release date for this? At BlizzCon. Will I be returning to World of Warcraft again?
2: I would only imagine that they would release it if they release it at the same time as something else as a classic coming out. Like, if they did something with Diablo 2 remastered, they might go, if you don't like Diablo, we also have Warcraft like, and classic I'm coming I'm
0: curious back. why you think they'd do that, because, like, the crossover with Blizzard games is pretty high. And, like, you don't want to convince people, like... Because there are fans of Diablo 2 and World of Warcraft original. (laughs) So it's just like do they will they eat up their own thing? Probably. So I can't consider that being smart. I think we'll get it when they're ready to release it because they have to recreate this whole game basically from scratch sort of because they don't really keep all these old files
2: around. The thing that I wonder, um asking mainly asking you Mitch is is it going to be exactly the same or are they going to improve on things from the original? but it will still be the first I'm pretty version. sure
0: they're going to fix bugs and stuff. I'm pretty sure bugs that were... Things that were bugged on their release candidate, whatever version that is, they will fix it. It's built off the modern game, so, like, they're not... It's cu- currently running on the current servers as well, so it's kind of a more modern backing for this old game, which is what they're working on, which is the hardest part about it. So I think you'll we'll get a more stable product. We will get from everything they've learned since 2004 and 5 and 6 even so i think they've learned a lot since then and running servers and how this is all going to operate we'll finally actually get world of warcraft classic with australian servers which is something we did not have so it will be a different for like a small part of that audience something actually different like see what it's like in a responsive situation so you know i am excited to see what they do with it a bit more excited about what they're doing with that than real wow honestly I call it real, but it's more current. Because I'm not going to talk on this for very long, because only I really give a shit about it. And so they're going to talk about World of Warcraft's Battle for Azeroth patch 8.2. Not 8.1, because they already said they won't be. And 8.2, which is supposedly about the last original Warcraft villain being Shara. So it's basically the last loose end of villains that have to be dealt with. And WoW is not in a good state right now. The fans are pretty unhappy with the state of the game in terms of the Azurite system, the island expeditions, none of them, and even the Warfronts, which is that big battle mode. It's like, that didn't hit its mark either, so they're really trying to hit back from this kind of bad image they've gotten. And to do that, they've kind of given you the ability to buy this new ship mount and give them six months of playtime. They hit that panic button, so... Last time they did that was Warlords of Draenor, which was in a really bad state.
2: Do you feel as though that they're nearing the end game of WoW? That they want people to go back from the beginning and try to get them rehooked?
0: I don't think that's going to work. Because it's like, how can a 2004 game get you more hooked? It's just like, people can come in at this point and play it, but it's like, who really will?
2: Well, the big question with that would be is if you... Are you able to link your account to WoW Classic or do you have to start That's on again? the same
0: servers, as I explained before. They're all connected. Your one account gives you access to both. There's no extra cost, which is probably the smartest thing they did with it, but...
1: It's one of things like there'd be probably a lot of controversy if, like, they went, oh, you know the thing that you've been paying for forever and then we, re- we basically update it to the point it is now, well, we're giving you the old thing and we're also charging it as a separate cost, so you're basically getting two of the exact same game at different time periods. Like, it just <laughs> makes... Are, are they? Yeah, we're like a RuneScape
0: 07, certain... which is... A different membership to Runescape Three, I think it is.
1: Well, it's a, uh, it's dodgy. It's, it's it's very dodgy and uh, Runescape Blizzard's do what doing, they want. Yeah, Blizzard's in this situation doing uh, what I felt to be a very generous and reasonable thing to do, uh, especially considering the fans have supported it for so yeah. long, and this is something they've requested.
0: Yeah, they don't have to do this, but they're doing it, so it's like really cool. Yeah. So the last thing I want to talk about was a remaster of a game that I, we hope we tried to predict last year. I want to still predict that now, is Warcraft 3 remastered. Do you think this is the year? Do we think we're finally getting it? Please say yes. Look,
1: Diablo 4 being the most likely candidate and Starcraft to get a little bit of expansion, like, yeah, why not? Why not? This is the year. Warcraft 3 remake, this is the one that I've been waiting for personally. Like, that's the one that I'm most attached to. Yeah, I, I, I loved the, Warcraft 2 in particular Um, before that, but Warcraft 3 I felt like is where they really, like, hit their form and, like, made such a strong storytelling game and, uh, uh, to see that look as good as, like, what StarCraft looks now and Diablo and whatnot, like, uh, that would be very cool. It, it, the story is, like, it's this thing where it's, like, because World of Warcraft just expanded on it so much, it's it's almost like, oh, here's a return to form, but uh, at the same time, I, I hope, yeah, they at least do... The Starcraft treatment, like what they did for the original Starcraft and like upgrades the textures and stuff, like that would be cool. But I, I want a little bit more than that, but I, I hope they at least do that.
0: Yeah, I hope they do a bit more, but I think it would be a good idea to kind of show, like, World of Warcraft is at its seventh expansion now. Mm. So it's just like, do people want to see it from the start? Like, this is where most of this story came from. Do we, before we wrap up this BlizzCon speculation, is there any speculation we want to add before the end?
1: That's exactly what I was gonna say. I'm like, well, of course Hearthstone's gonna have some, have some Hearthstone's kind of expansion. Hearthstone's got something. Can't really like,
0: predict it. They're pretty bonkers with everything.
1: Yeah, I mean that's their thing. Like you know, making some crazy thing. Like it's one of those things. Was like Hearthstone. I I've very much dropped out of it at this point. I just moved on to other things, as often is the case with these kind of like you know keep up games. Can only keep you um, there so long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was there for a long time, especially for me, but... Oh, you uh, were. But regardless, like, I always want... I know it's basically entirely Warcraft, but, man, if they suddenly went, you know what? We've decided to just open up a wormhole in this world and suddenly Starcraft's in there, And we're doing and Starcraft. Diablo. And like, Yeah, or it could do both at once, exactly. like I And Overwatch. That, that would be like oh, I'm in. I mean, like I got to go back and start playing this thing just to see these cards because you know Hasbro's always makes some look such cool designs in there. That's just my dream thing to make more than just Warcraft. Adding the crossover, Starcraft and Diablo, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, that'd be a phenomenal addition. Can't see it happening anytime soon or no, ever. But, uh, but, I'd, I'd, you know. I'd, I'd love it. I think it would be a cool thing to do. Yeah, the fun thing about speculation is you can make up anything you like because you know we don't know what's up with has We'll find out eventually, and we'll do a video on that. Maybe chase up this pirate hamster scenario we've got ourselves Oh, in.
2: I, I'm, I'm betting my money on pirates. I'm betting my money on pirates. True. I'm definitely betting that there's going to be pirates, and if I lose this bet, I'll have to get back into World of Warcraft. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, let's Pandaria. do this. You're
0: going to regret this so much. You're going to regret this so much, Jordan.
2: All
1: that all that Elder Scrolls Online time, he'll be losing going to be playing Warcraft. He'll be
0: losing all of it. That's I? a hell of a bet.
2: Because there's going to be pirates. You wait and see.
0: Yeah, so that's it's gone speculated wonder what we'll get wonder if dreams will be made or dreams will be destroyed and shattered all
1: over again I mean it could be one of those things yeah when nothing happens like all this build up anticipation of Diablo and nothing like, hey, we're doing, a, we're, doing a Diablo- we're doing a Diablo comic book series <laughs> like it's just like something <sighs> unexpected or even crazy in that like you know we did the Warcraft movie let's do the Diablo movie
0: I uh, would have faith I like I would really want a good Diablo movie but anyway That'd be a cool announcement, like getting up with a movie. But anyway, I'm going to... We're going to be back in a moment to end this show before I think of any other dreams that will probably never come into reality. So, back in a moment. Well, that about wraps up the show for this week. This has been the Gaming Booth show, which releases every single week. Weeks, week... And as always, since I started existence, I've been Mitch. Joining me as always is Russell and Pleasure Jordan. Pleasure as
1: always. Pleasure Good to time. have you both. It's if been and... great.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> is there a part <laughs> involved in that? Anyway, if you arr, enjoyed it. Arr, if you enjoyed this video, you can on over on YouTube, you can like and subscribe. If you listen to it in podcast form, you can add us to that podcast list. You can also find all our content at optionalextra.net and you can find us on a range of social medias. All the social medias, we're hipping with it. Or none of these things. You know, you can do what you like. Thank you for making it this far in the video and or podcast and hopefully we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.
2: Clizzcon speculation. What they're gonna find, we'll have to wait out and see When this Blizzcon comes around the corner where it is Blizzcon speculation